Bro, I thought he wasn't cutting no more, though. Bro, AB is like a female, bro. AB <laughs> cannot make up his mind, bro. Shout out to my guy, man. Um, but, uh, yeah. He is back and up and running. So, if y'all want to get that blurry fade, that razzle-dazzle, hit up my guy, AV, man, at Fade mm-hmm. Up Southside. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the boys over there. Roy, Hector, Alex, and uh, all the boys over there, man. Uh, what is it? Fifth? Um, shit, all the boys, man. They, they killing over there, man. But, yeah, let's get this shit started, man. Um we got my guy, Callis Leather, man, one of the hardest wallet makers. Uh, man, remembering last last time you came on the podcast, bro, I remember, like, when I called you Leather Boy, that shit cracks me up all the time. Leather Boy? You said Leather Boy? <laughs> you, remember, you don't remember? No. <laughs> yeah, bro, so, like, I remember that shit, I was like, damn, that, that was kind of fucked up, man. Like, uh, I'm terrible with names, but, I'm like, Leather Man now, bro. <laughs> and that's when he was like, nah, bro, you got to call him Leather Man and shit. But... Man, that wallet, bro, that you made me, that shit is clean, bro. I fucks with it. Your cousin hit me up today. Uh, who? Uh, I don't know. He does fitness or something, but he hit me up today, and he was like, hey, bro, that, that uh, wallet that you did for my cousin was hard. And I was like, oh, for who's your cousin? He was like, oh, he was like Darwin. And I was like, oh, That's shit. That's fitness. Who the fuck? You want me to pull it out? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, man, how you been, bro? Good. Just working, bro. Just working a lot more because now i just started doing full-time so uh it's a lot more pressure but yeah. you know so I, you started doing what full-time uh callus like full-time 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 shit what were you doing before uh i was working what, with basic welding? yeah like fabricating yeah it wasn't really my thing but uh i think that's just yeah bro i think uh just kind of to help me keep investing into my business but my homie logan he's the one that gave me the opportunity so without him bro i wouldn't even have you know, yeah, I don't know why I'd be doing. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, it's a, it's a, I was working with him and fabricating and then I moved to, um, just doing my own thing after about like a year. It's yeah. been, it was like 12 months, oh, not 12 months, like 11 months, maybe a year, but it was pretty close to it. So, um, yeah, after that, just went ahead and decided it was like a gut feeling, bro. Yeah. It was weird. Like oh. I was just like. Because to be honest, I wasn't even making that much, but the, as soon as I quit, it was like, like with a wave orders. Like, yeah, it yeah. was, and it's still going, like it's still picking up. So, uh, I'm, I'm blessed, bro. Like, yeah, man, it feels good. Uh, in case y'all don't know, man, uh, my boy Rolando makes leather wallets custom, puts your own business logo, your own personal brand logo. That shit is top of the notch. He made me one, I think. What I like the most about it is just the, the versatility, you know, inside has a different texture, outside has a different, and the color, I think, what's what really gets me that, uh, what color would you call that? It's like a, like a orange, red orange, bright, yeah. bright red orange. Yeah, man, that shit is clean, and, and yeah, bro, that's crazy, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you, because you took that fucking, that's one of, like, the hardest things to do is, like, to quit your job and yeah. go full-time, you know what I'm saying, so what made you, like, Say like fuck it, I'm gonna do this shit. Like, bro, I don't even know. Like, that's, that's I think a little it was scary. That's it, a little scary, you know. It was scary, but I think the way I took it was just like either I'm gonna I'm gonna go all in and risk it all, or I'm just not gonna do it. Cause like for me, bro, I'd rather I don't like dipping my toes into different things. Like I'd rather just go and submerge myself into doing one thing, mm-hmm. and that's what that's I've been my doing problem, for. If I'm honest with you, bro, to, like just dipping your toes into different things. Yeah, bro. Cause uh, man, 
when it at least when it comes to content, like I tend to just dip my toes in different shit. Like the most consistent I've ever been is on this shit, bro. Like the podcast, I think was the formula I found that I could be consistent because if I look back at my personal channel when it comes to YouTube and shit, bro. Can I move this closer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can move it. Yeah. So when you want to just chill like this, you can just move this shit right here, and then you can just. That's what I, I like you. about these. But you know, when I started my YouTube channel and shit about three years ago, fucking started with basketball content. I had to be on the games and shit, watch a game, and then give my take on it. It was like a five-minute video content and stuff. Um, then after that, I transferred. Uh, no, it started with fitness, full fitness, bro. I did like probably three, four episodes of like fitness shit. And then it transitioned into uh, basketball content, NBA content. Now I did vlogs. And now I'm going to come up with something new that is it's going to be similar to what I'm doing right now, but... I'm gonna keep it quiet because I, I'm mapping it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I feel you. Um, but I, I don't, I don't like, I don't give a fuck, bro. I just jump into shit, and it's like, I feel like this new shit that I'm gonna come out with is gonna be fun. It's gonna be different, and it's also gonna be something I know I'm gonna be consistent with because it's like a similar podcasting format. And that's how enough. do you did you feel like more in your gut about this? Like you were like, this is what this I podcast. Do. Well, with the what you're new, getting into now, yes, because bro, the my it goes back to like what. What like I like to do a different thing. So I like fitness. I like basketball. I like filmmaking and then creating content, being in front and behind of the camera. So right. I was like, man, how can I put that into like my content and be consistent with it? You know, that that was my big thing. I like to like sometimes I get like a, a fitness bug. Like oh, I want to do fitness content now, and then all of a sudden I'm like, ah, oh, I just want to do like vlogs or oh, I want to do uh, travel film and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, that like. I can't do that yet because I don't have the audience that would be like, oh, yeah, I support all that shit you're doing. Right. Because when you do fitness content, you attract the fitness people. When you do different, you know what I'm saying? Like you attract, you want to make sure you, yeah, you want to make sure you track one first and then you can expand once you have your loyal audience that fuck right. with you more than what you, more than the content. Do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah, your personality yeah. and all that shit. So that's where I was at. Uh, when it came to that, and I think it's that's it, it's definitely gonna be a formula that I think is gonna work for me to be consistent because I'm like I look back and I'm like damn bro I started the YouTube in 2017 so if I would have been consistent with one thing, who knows where the fuck I would who be? Knows, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's three years I would have probably had a pretty good decent growth. You know what I'm saying? So with this we're heading into two years, so I, I like where we're going with this. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited, man. I'm excited. And I think uh, I'm mapping everything out, and y'all you're gonna see, man. You're yeah, see. I think I think it. I think. What's cool about, and I don't, I'm not trying to put you in a boxer, or I don't know how you categorize yourself mm-hmm. as, but it's like more content creator. Would that be what you consider yourself? I would say a creative, bro. I don't even know how to put that, to be honest, bro. Like, I don't I don't call myself a podcaster. I just say, hey, I got a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, know I don't call myself a film, or a, a, I just call myself a creative because I like to create. That's Whether, how I feel, too. Right, you know what I'm saying? Because like, whenever I got I, into... I can call you an artist, bro, but like that doesn't mean like... To me, an artist is somebody that creates. Yeah, like that's that makes how I feel. something like a craft. Like that's you know what I'm saying. Like what you do with the wallets and shit, bro. That's like that's fucking craft, bro. That's quality shit. That's like, like I touch that shit. I'm like, damn, bro. This shit was created hand stitched. Like, Thank you know what you, I'm bro. saying? You yeah. know. So that's one of those. Like I think it's artist creative. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's how I like to categorize myself. But yeah, yeah I think with um whenever you're whenever you're getting into a bunch of different things, bro, it's hard to uh, it's fun. To dip your toes into different things because it's like a new journey. Mm-hmm. But the problem that the problem that I always had too was that. And whenever uh, whenever I found out that I really wanted to do leathercraft, I was like, "Yeah, this ain't going nowhere." But now the problem is, like how I was telling you, whenever I'm inside all day and I'm doing the same thing over and over again, 
that's when it gets a little but bit tough. You had to dip your toes, if you think about it, to find something that stick, which was the yeah, leather, exactly. right? Because you said yeah. you like skating too and shit. Yeah, I like a like, lot of things. So it, it, I feel like it's a blessing and a curse because it's like once you find that thing that you think, all right, this shit is going to stick, boom, you go full throttle and you can take that yeah. shit to the next level. That's how I feel like with this, I kind of found like, all right, what can I do consistent? And I, I think I found it, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be a challenge for me. I think where I'm stuck, bro, and I'm, 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 I'm debating if I want to, like, go a, a thousand percent is, like, the, the editing part. You already right. got back problems, man? No, nah, I just, I need to <laughs> stretch, bro. Uh, but my thing is, like, uh, the editing, bro, like, you know, you, you do videos, you know, yeah. you, you, you be posting and editing. That and shit's just, hard, bro. Editing is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of, uh. It's very time consuming in the like the little intro. If when you want a certain detail in a video, you're like, this is gonna look badass, and you're like, oh, that doesn't look right. That doesn't look right. And it, it, it's the small details that you add to it. Ya está bien con la foto. Um, it's the small details that I feel like it. it, it like if you want to add something to it, a special effect, that's gonna take you probably 30, 40 minutes, depending on what kind of effect or how good you are, uh, how fast you are. That's even shit. that, bro. I think because I mean I've been doing this shit for quite a bit now, and it's like. The podcast is very simple to edit. It's just literally cut whenever somebody talks, but it's the format, the long, you know, that is time consuming. So mm -hmm. plus the clips, you know, those clips that we'd be posting on the reels, yeah. Instagram and shit. So that, that also is time consuming. So that's where I'm at, man. So I don't know, man, I don't got the budget right now and pay to pay an editor. But if somebody wants to be an intern and uh, learn how to edit, be a part of the team and just help the business grow, man, shit, reach out. We out here, man, because we need that desperately. Because we're, we're trying to put more content out there, but what's holding us back is the editing. Yeah, it's just the, too much. Finding help, bro, is fucking hard, dude. Like, it, whatever, especially when you're doing creative work, like, with podcasting and stuff, with or with even shooting photos, bro. Mm -hmm. If you have someone that, you have a brand, and the only reason I shot my photos was because I didn't feel like nobody could capture what I, what I wanted to mm -hmm. capture, you know? The only thing that I, like, I feel like with certain things and I feel like everybody kind of goes through this is mm -hmm. whenever you kind of rush it and you're like, I need to post something. I need to post something. So you kind of end up rushing the photo. But the only thing that keeps me from really adding more people on bro is, is, uh, trying to, well, first of all, the budget too, and then actually finding someone that's committed to learn mm -hmm. and then actually finding someone that is going to like pay attention to, to certain details. I like, would fit the brand or fit what you're trying mm -hmm. to achieve with whatever you're trying to post. Yeah, I definitely get you. You got to find somebody that's willing to learn, willing to just be, see your vision and be a part of the team. I think that's the hardest thing to find. I mean, I was lucky enough to find it with AV, you know, when I had him as my first guest in my apartment and shit, like, yeah, you know, like, I'm fucking with this shit. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, sharing your vision too, bro. I think it's a, that's a, that's a skill within itself. Cause if you can getting someone to, to believe in you mm -hmm. is a skill. Yeah. Like getting someone to be like, oh, okay, I see what he means. Like, I'm going to stick to this too. Yeah. Like being a leader, that's mm -hmm. that's very, very difficult. It's not easy to do. And yeah, respect to anyone that does that because everyone wants to be an entrepreneur nowadays, bro. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. And it, a lot of people don't like, and that's what I was talking about. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people don't know the context of an entrepreneur. Like, yeah. Or how hard just, it is to It's be just one. not, yeah, just not putting it in your bio and that's it. Like, yeah. no, I think. An entrepreneur is more than like that title, and the, you know you have to put in the work. And I, I, I don't know, man. I have a different concept of entrepreneur. Like I do want to. I, I, I'm in route to be an entrepreneur, but I, I just don't like it's. It's a weird title, you know, because I feel like 
What's your definition of an entrepreneur? My definition of an entrepreneur would be like someone that is it like success? No, 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 no. Because when you're an entrepreneur, bro, you're not successful at first. When right. you're an entrepreneur is like when you're anything that makes you an entrepreneur is just a lot of hard work. It's mm-hmm. just getting from A to B, you know, everything in between is just work. Yeah. And I think, I think that true entrepreneurs, they don't quit, bro. Like mm-hmm. you can't quit. You can't be like two years into it and then be like, fuck man. Like, I don't know. I, I, and then just quit and then come back later and then be like, Oh, I'm still an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people do that. Like mm-hmm. they dabble into, like you said, like people dip their toes into different things. And it's like, that's cool and all, but really, whenever you work so hard to try, when you've tried a bunch of different things, and then when you stick to one thing, you, and you give it your all, and you put all your money and all your effort, like all your, bro, there was times where I didn't even, I'm pretty sure you and AV too, like, there's just times where you don't ever fucking sleep, like, there's times where you go two hours, mm-hmm. an hour, three hours of just sleep, and that's all you get, and now it's getting to the point for me where it's like, I have to focus at least like getting five hours of sleep, but still being productive throughout the day where like yeah, I'm working 12 hours a day or 13 right. hours a day with that, bro. It's like, you have to make sure you're, you're also, your brain is rested. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when you don't get much sleep and shit, like you can have those nights where you don't get much sleep, but you have to like, make sure like, all right, the next day you're fucking going and getting at least minimum six to you know eight hours of sleep. Cause your brain needs that shit, you know, to function. Cause when I have those nights where I can't sleep and shit, or like I'm doing, you know, uh, editing and whatever and like yeah. I just can't function and shit like I just, that's how I feel like you but feel like fuck. to go back to your question bro uh like my definition of an entrepreneur is just someone that that is fighting for something that they want to build like mm-hmm. for me it's it's building like I I used to want to make uh make it a million dollar business to be honest and that's the mentality that's some, that was a mentality for what I wanted to do uh before but the kind of the route that I'm choosing now is making high six figures, like mid six figures profit off of custom work. And like, I'm starting to enjoy more of the custom work. So as far as the brand, that's like what I want to take it as Mm -hmm. and then just scale it from there. But what I want to do, I still want to be a millionaire. It's just, I want to, there's different ways to become a millionaire. Yeah. You know, for sure. I mean, I think your average billionaire, if we want to think that way, has seven sources of income. That's your average. I thought that was a millionaire. Well, it could be, but I I like to think the billionaire, you know, seven is minimum. So you got to think that way, like just diversify that income. But yeah, man, I think uh, that's a legit, you know, a legitimate answer because I I don't know, man. I once again, I got to shout out AV once again, because I'm over here thinking, bro, we never stop for we. This is episode 74, I believe I could be wrong. 74. So think about when she went to hell, you know, the whole pandemic and shit and like, I thought AV was going to give up and shit. I was like, nah, bro, I ain't trying to give up, bro. I'm trying to still do this shit. And if I die doing this shit because I catch the Rona and boom, there, that was it. Then I die uh, doing what I love. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he was a little scared, a little skeptical, but we know we pushed through and we never missed out on like an episode and upload. And that, that to me was fucking amazing. Cause even to this day, I think about it. I'm like, how the fuck did we do it, bro? We never fucking stopped. Even when I was, I went on vacation and I remember I was, you know, in a different state with my laptop, editing the episode, having it ready for, for, you know, the, the, the schedule launch and shit. So it was, it was crazy, bro. But I I definitely think you have to just keep going, man. You have to find a way to integrate it into your lifestyle, whatever you're doing, your side hustle and shit, you know what I'm saying? So 
yeah, yeah you have to find a way to stay inspired bro that's the hardest part which i think a lot of people go through that but mm-hmm. i think that's what separates a lot of people bro is that the people that keep going like everybody goes through those emotions dude mm-hmm. like everybody goes through the damn dude i don't how the fuck am i gonna pay this like i'm not even making money and like you just go through a bunch of different yeah. phases like that shit's Last time, bro, that I was on here, I said, I think I was like, yeah, bro, I haven't really had nothing, like, really come up lately. Like, I I don't think I've ever um, experienced something that was, like, too stressful. And mm-hmm. at that time, like, it wasn't really that stressful. Mm-hmm. And it it has gone to the point where it's more stressful, but I feel like I take more pride in my work and what I do because I'm like, bro, all I ever wanted to do was just be my own boss. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all I ever wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Since I was little, like, I sold candy in middle school, like, everything to... I always looked up to business people, bro. Like, that's always been super cool to me where people, they make their own money mm-hmm. because you control your life, bro. You can yep. you can make as much money as you please and work as hard as you want with whatever you want to do. Like, that shit is it's true, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, you're in control of right. your own income, your own destiny, mm-hmm. bro. Like, it's all up on you. And that's scary, but that's also a blessing, too, because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's more of a risk, but it's more of a... Like the 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 gift at the end and and the stuff that comes in the end is is beautiful, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, would you consider you know? yourself like a risk taker? Oh fuck yeah, 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 bro. I'm a big say, I'm a I'm big a, risk taker. Like I, I I'm to the point where it's like I'm gonna figure this shit out, bro. I'm right now, like I said, I'm I've been saying this shit. I'm part time right now, and if whatever reason happens, I have to walk out and leave. I know I'm gonna figure this shit out, and I'm not going back to any any job. I'm no, just gonna figure that's it out. yeah, that's what I did too. I'm like yeah, I'm to that point where it's like. It's a little bit psychopath. It is. It is. And it's like, you have to just push through. That's what it is, man. I'm going to stress this shit a lot. You got to push through, man. If you want to really do something like, you know, you got to study these billionaires. You got to watch. Like, I love watching these documentaries. Like, I just watched one on Mark Cuban and, you know, Warren Buffett, all the motherfuckers. Like, did you watch the Bill Gates one on, on Netflix? I did. That's a good one. That's a good I did. One. I did. But there's mixed feelings about him, bro. Like, oh, a, a lot of people the, think he's the devil. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, I don't know because I don't know him like that. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people think like, yo, he's enforcing the vaccines and this and that. He's funding them. <clears throat> it's weird because the documentary obviously is is what he's trying to do. If it's 100% legit, then it's like, damn, this motherfucker's legit. Amazing. Because I, I, I didn't know like, and I didn't think about it, but like these uh, third world countries, bro, like. Like, they have, I mean, on that documentary, like, bro, people die from diarrhea, bro. I didn't even know that shit yes. was a thing. Yes, Because yep. their their sewer system is, it ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that right there was, you know, him trying to find a solution, dumping his own money to, to try to find, you know, a solution to me was, was pretty dope. But, bro, like there's said, so much stuff that goes on with people that are in power. It's so hard to, because, like, bro, when I seen that documentary, I was like, damn, Bill Gates is a good dude. Yeah, you know, like I said, yeah. and then the shit that you see on Facebook, it's like, what the fuck? He's trying to do this and that with the vaccines, right. and it's like, but now, how true is that? Who knows? Because Facebook has turned into this fucking but fake news source. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It could be though. The way I saw it was, it's like, it's like you and me, bro. It's like people are just risk takers. Like, mm-hmm. fuck it, dude. It might kill a lot of people. We don't fucking know, but we're gonna try this shit. Mm-hmm. Like some people might die, but hey, people already dying from Corona. But this might fix the solution. I mean, this might fix the problem. Mm -hmm. You know, this might be the solution. So it's like, you could look at it from a bunch of different perspectives, bro. And it's like, I don't think that a lot of people, I don't, I feel like the big people that are in power, 
Like, there's just different breeds of people, bro. Some motherfuckers are just super, super smart. I mean, I always think about, like, fucking your Jeff Bezos. Like, bro, this guy built the fucking most successful company, in my opinion, like, Amazon, bro. Like, how much money do you spend on Amazon? Uh, a lot. A I should. Lot. I bought something yesterday, bro. And yeah. if I look at my overall account, bro, I pr- I'm probably maybe in the six figures, bro. Yeah. If I'm not, like... So ever since I got the account, who? Wait, wait, who, wait, 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 wait. You spent, spent six figures. I want to say I'm close to that, bro. Like, what do you mean six figures? Like, I've had Amazon hundred thousand or some yeah, shit like that. Like, but, Jesus, but without the years, oh, obviously, okay, you know okay. what I'm saying. Not, not that I just, bro, I don't got that money. I'm broke than a motherfucker, but <laughs> I'm just saying within the years I've had Amazon, I'm pretty sure I've spent a lot, like close to six figures. Close. I think what I, all the only thing I spend my money on Amazon is like, uh, like hygiene now. Like it's just my toothpaste and like the. Just shit like that, because I can get it cheaper on Amazon. Well, yeah, I mean, shit. And there's more of a selection, but... Lights, tripods. Um, exactly. Shit, you name it, bro. Fucking anything. I buy anything on Amazon. But just think about it, bro. This guy has built that, and that made him the richest man on the world. That, you know, From what we know. From what we know, right? But on top of that, this motherfucker's like, nah, I'm going to keep working. Yeah. So he's building now. Have you seen the Amazon Fresh and Amazon uh, uh, Go? Literally, you walk in the grocery store yeah, 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 yeah. without, there's nobody, no employees, no nothing. You walk in with your phone and it already detects, you scan your phone, all right, it knows you're going to go shopping. So when you pick up an item like a water bottle, it knows that you picked up that water. So it's already charging it to your account. You can see it, but you literally put it back and it says, all right, it takes it out of your cart. Yeah. How the fuck? I think it's just a, a lot of fucking camera scanning your item. Know, it's bro, ridiculous, bro. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And you just, once you pick all your shit, you just walk out and it builds your Amazon account. How do you feel about that? Like, us getting into a whole technology era, bro? Because I don't, to be honest, I like the the fact that you can go and, and like, when, you ever been to a small town grocery store, bro? Like, where it's just everything looks natural and shit. You never been to those types <sighs> How do you feel about it? I don't know, bro. Like, this this whole, it's scary, and it's, like, it's mixed feelings because, like, you know, now AI, I feel like, especially with Amazon's doing, bro, like, he's definitely going to put a lot of businesses out of business. Yeah. Just because, like, if that shit comes out here, imagine Walmart got to be like, oh, shit, we got to worry because Walmart now has it on lock. Like, everybody goes to Walmart for everything, a TV, a fucking groceries, clothes, you know what I'm saying? So if Amazon comes out with this shit. Well, that's what Amazon did, bro. Because everybody now, like Amazon is like the main canal that all these businesses run through. Because like when people, what Amazon did basically, he's like, I want to grab the cheapest products from, or the, the best prices from each company on a certain product and put them on my website. Well, that's what, it's crazy. Because like, if you go shopping somewhere, no matter where the fuck, you're going to be like, let me look it up on Amazon. Yeah. And most likely 99% of the, yeah, it's cheaper. So yeah. it's like, guess what? Boom. Like Best Buy had to compete with them. Best Buy was like, man, fuck, we're going to get out of, we're going to go out of business. So they were like, we're, we price match. You know what I'm saying? So it's scary, bro. It's scary. And I've, I've seen, a, I've seen a lot of videos, TikToks, Instagram videos that, you know, they treat like Amazon treat their workers pretty terrible. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I hear. Too. Yeah. So but I, I don't know. my friend was talking about that it's too. He's like, man, of- I think people are just a bunch of pussies. It could be. It Cause could be. it could be that bro. Honestly, when people don't like the job that they're in, they'll do anything to complain. Yeah. Like I, that's how I feel about it. And people can take it how the fuck they want. Bro. Yeah, no, but, yeah, it's true. But when you work, like, bro, I worked when I was working at Basic. Mm. We we went into a factory that was pretty close to Amazon. It's like right there by Western Heights. Yeah, and 
that shit was like a fucking like people just look terrible, bro. Like Miserable they don't want to be there. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all motherfuckers on Amazon got benefits. Y'all got good ass pay. You like, and y'all complaining because y'all gotta work walk twenty seconds faster. The fuck. Yeah. And it's like, bro, I've been in that position too. Like, don't get me wrong, but people like I'm saying from experience, people will people will complain when they get the chance to complain because they don't want to be there. Yeah, man, I, I definitely get you on that. It's like when they go through a when you go through a drive through like a McDonald's and shit, you get the rudest motherfucker. Yeah, like bro, if you don't want to work there, but Chick Fil A, exactly. But it's like if you don't want to work there, why put yourself in that position? Like I would hate to be that guy because I've been there. Yeah, that's when I was like, my pr- first job was fast food, and I hate when they put me in like the drive through. Yeah. To take orders. I hate that shit. So guess what energy I'm going to get? I'm going to fucking be like, uh, yeah, I got to take your order. So I was like, y'all keep putting me in this shit. I'm out. And yeah. fucking, I, I was like, I'm out. Yeah. You know Man, what I'm saying? I, I just I, walked out because I'm like, I don't like that shit. You know? I never did fast. Well, no, no, no. I only did fast food for a week and that was at Little Caesars, bro. Fuck that place. I went there and everyone there smelled like ass, bro. Like <laughs> these motherfuckers had terrible hygiene and I don't know, bro. Just like the energy there, I was like, God, I was like 16, bro. And I was like, these motherfuckers, they smell, bro. bro. I genuinely think everybody at, I, from the age of 16, anywhere from the age of 16, 18, they have to, like, they have to work out at fast food because it humbles the fuck, they, it humbles them down. Or you construction. Or like any like, like miserable job, you know Let's what I'm saying? Like, bro. So whenever you, whenever yeah. you get a shitty job, what was your perspective? Well, it's crazy because at first I was excited because it was my first job. I'm 16. I'm getting a fucking job. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to make my own money. Yeah. Cool. But as I kept like growing and shit, because I lasted three years. I don't know how the fuck I did it. But halfway there, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of this shit. I need to do something better because this fast food shit really ain't for me. I've already grew outgrowing it. You know what I'm saying? So my perspective when I start hating the job is like, all right. How can I put myself in a better position? So, you know, I started like <laughs> looking for ideas and shit. And it, like my mentality, like I was learning shit, being more woke. Yeah. But it was like my mentality in that time was like, look for another job, look for another job instead of like, all right, let me see what I can do to create my own shit. Still look for another job because it's not going to happen overnight, whatever I'm thinking. But yeah, I was looking for another job and. Man, uh, it did teach me to have a tough skin and, like, to be more humble and be like, all right, I need to do my own shit because if not, I'm going to be depending on somebody to pay me a check. Not even that. I'm going to be here for fucking 20 years. And it's crazy because working there, bro, there was, like, probably, I want to say five to six, seven employees that worked there for 10 plus years, bro. Yeah. Uh, Motherfucking fast food. And I bet you to this day, if I go up there, I see probably five still working up there. And... In my head, bro, it's like, man, you really, you really, you let your mind take over because you probably had a dream, but your mind probably talked to you out like, nah, I'm not going to do it. This is safe. This Um, is safe. This is safe. But in reality, it's not safe. If you're one, if you have one source of income, one uh, salary, it's like what what Warren Buffett says, you're one step away from poverty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Two is better than two, two or one is close, too close to none. And then two is. What is that? What is that saying, bro? Like two is one basically and then yeah. one is none. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, you know, I, I was like, I don't know. It's just one of those where you, you got to think and be like, damn, your mind really was the one. Cause if you had a dream and you didn't do it, who the fuck told you not to do it, yeah. not to follow your dreams? You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those, but yeah, bro, what was your perspective on it when you 
So I was um, like just this past week. No, no, this this week I went to go help out uh, my homie Logan with a job. Mm-hmm. And uh, fuck, I don't know if I should be talking about this, but like there was a dude. I'm Nobody not going to say his name. to this podcast, so yeah, you can just nah, don't my mention ass, names and My shit. ass, bro. <laughs> There's gonna, there was a guy that was working with us mm-hmm. that he, he got, right? And uh, he was just like, at first he was like working good throughout the day and like i try my best not to criticize people i always watch if i'm showing someone how to do something bro i'm very careful about the way i say it mm-hmm. like i'm very careful about my tone about how i approach it because whenever i was younger bro mm-hmm. i i used to hate when people made me feel small like mm-hmm. whenever people made me feel like dumb like how do you not know what, what the fuck you're doing like this is easy then and like they just talk a lot of shit but so anyways Whenever this guy, when we first started working, like, I thought he was working good and stuff, but it turns out, like, on a certain, on a, the job was to paint, right? And specifically, like, my homie told us, like, hey, don't get any shit on the floor, don't get anything right here, don't get nothing, Mm -hmm. just keep it clean. And, uh, we were supposed to put, um, we had RAM board, I don't know if you know what that is, but we put RAM board on, on the, on the floor to make sure that I wasn't getting, Mm -hmm. so, to make sure that I wouldn't get the paint. But the thing was, like, I didn't see any tape, which was my fuck up, too. So, like, instead we just, the dude said, he's like, oh, Logan said you just put stones on the ends. So I was like, okay, well, I don't see no tape, so I guess. And, like, we ended up putting stones on the on the edges, like, so it wouldn't wiggle. And he kept on doing his thing, like, painting and stuff. And of that story, like, he basically got, like, a shitload of paint on the floor. And I was just like, I didn't even see it, bro. Like, I thought he was doing good. And then Logan came and he was like, oh, fuck, like. We weren't supposed to do that and stuff. And as the day carried on, bro, this dude's like 52 years old. And I've seen 52-year-olds. So the, the, new, the new dude is 52? New dude. He was just like a quick uh, like a quick hire, I guess, basically. Like just yeah. some help. But he was 52? Yeah, he was like 52, 53. Because okay. Okay. we were chopping it up, bro, when he told me his age. And I was like, I was like, damn, bro. Like he was just doing certain things. Like at that age, like my dad's fifty three or something like that. And my dad be working. My dad be out working the fuck out of me. Like he comes mm-hmm. home from work and he goes straight to the backyard and boom, boom, boom. Like he just starts knocking shit out. Mm-hmm. And like my uncle be doing that shit, bro. And he's old as fuck. And they just be getting shit done. Mm-hmm. And whenever I so, seen him work, bro, I was just like, como uno dice, pendejo. Yeah, pendejo. Like I was just like, yeah. what the what the fuck, bro? Like how do you not know certain yeah. things? And like, he, like, I would ask him, do you know how to use this? And he would be like, yeah, man, I don't know how to use it. And like, he'd start using it. And obviously he didn't know doing what he was way. doing. Yeah. And I was just like, I felt kind of bad, bro. Cause I was like, damn dude, I don't, I, it makes me think about me. Cause the way I saw him was like when I was 16, 15 working with my uncle, when I didn't know how to do shit. And I was like, I felt so dumb, bro. Like, but I still put the effort in mm-hmm. to try and do something. But the way I saw him was like a younger version of me and I'm younger than him. So I was like, when I seen that shit, bro, I was like, dude, I, I, I got to fucking working even harder, bro. Like, I just started getting shit done and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But just seeing people that are in positions where they're older than you, bro, really fucking humbles you. Because you're like, hey, bro, that could be me. That could be me in fucking 20 years. If I don't years. take advantage, if of, I don't take advantage mm-hmm. of right now and I learn and I do what I, I put my money aside, I fucking study my business. Like, that could be me, bro. Like, I could... I could have a fucked up life and I could be really, really unmotivated to do anything and just live bare minimum. And I, when I seen that, I was just like, God, bro. Like, I've seen people like that in construction when I was 18. Like, just motherfuckers that didn't even know how to swing a hammer. I was like, damn, bro. Like, 
you don't even know how to break shit, like demolish yeah, shit. You're yeah. just like hitting it like a fucking pussy. Like just the way people work, bro. I was just like, damn, I don't want to be that age and not know what the fuck I'm doing. Bro, I'm telling you, it's it's you know it's sad, but it's it is reality, man. I mean, if you think about it, but it's one of those where you gotta you know absorb that shit and be like, all right, I gotta. I got to definitely get, get my shit. I definitely got to learn. Like you can never stop learning. That's the thing. No, you, know you can saying? never stop learning and putting yourself in like weird positions is the best way to learn, bro. Exactly. That's, that's uh, being uncomfortable. That's yes. what they like to say. Like stay, like once you start getting comfortable with something, find something that's going to make you uncomfortable, whether it's learning something new, just challenging yourself, whatever the hell it is, you know, like you have to stay uncomfortable, bro. It's like, I was, we were talking about it at work today and it's like, I was like, bro, I got a fucking 50, 60 inch TV in my living room and that shit's collecting dust. I don't fucking. You do? I, I don't. I don't. Like my living room, I turned it into my office, bro. Sell it to me, bro. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to use it for something else, though. Cap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use it to look at my morning charts. Look at some uh, some uh, Forex, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's a little bit bigger than that one right there. Collecting does, bro. I just don't don't have the time, man. I just don't have the time to sit down and, and watch TV, bro. That's one of the you know the ways you don't become a millionaire is watching fucking Netflix series and shit. You know? Yeah. So no, I think that's what I love about Leathercraft, bro. Is like I'm at this point in 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 my career and what I do where I don't I like it's another learning curve because the the style that I'm using now is a lot fancier and it's a different techniques. Mm-hmm. Like when you see a Louis Vuitton bag. Though when I first started, bro, I hated the way my wallets looked. I hated them, hated them, yeah. and I, I did for the longest, even though people liked them. And I was just like, "Fuck it, people like them. Like, I guess I'm just gonna keep doing this because people like them." But I never knew how to do certain styles, like certain techniques, mm-hmm. the way I saw on Instagram. Because there's masters, bro. Like there's, like the people that work for Hermes and like Louis Vuitton, like those motherfuckers are masters, bro. Like mm-hmm. they just know everything the way. The bag is supposed to shape. Are those uh, hand-stitched? No, no, no. Louis Vuitton. There are certain ones that are, but Louis Vuitton doesn't even use really, like, real leather from what I heard. It's just name it's at that pe- point. Yeah, it's just name. But, I mean, they worked a lot to get to the point to where they are now. So, I can't, like, really talk shit on them. But, I mean, there's a bunch of leather. Have you done your study on Louis Vuitton as far as, like, yeah. maybe watching documentaries? I love their designs. Like, their yeah. designs are... Their designs are different, bro. They always come out with some dope shit. And designing is probably the... um, It's like product design is one of those things where it's just constantly evolving. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to get into now because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a leather craftsman, but um, one of these days, like, I want to... I know, knowing me, bro, I'm going to want to expand my knowledge. I'm going to want to do something Mm -hmm. different. So getting into product design is, like, something that I want to do. And that's something that I'm studying right now. But you can never stop evolving designs mm-hmm. like it doesn't always just come down to like the simple patterns or like the way it opens and stuff like that you can add so much shit to yeah. design bro it, it gets crazy so when you uh get let's say an order for a wallet kind of similar to what you made me uh what is your average time now that you're full-time now that i'm full-time yeah it's like i said because of my my learning curve what i'm the different techniques that i'm doing now it's a little bit longer like it probably take me a full full day to do it but that's because I do it more like a full day. That's not bad. Yeah, well, a full day as in like eight to twelve hours. That's like, not bad, you know. But I was spe- expecting maybe you know a couple of days or so. Well, yeah, it gets like that because I have multiple orders now. Mm, yeah, but I have to break it up because if I spend my whole day on one design, like 
your mind, my, my mind, I just can't do one thing the whole time. Like I have to do a portion of this, get these pieces prepped for this and uh, get it all sanded down and so stuff like, like one, that. One like f- stitch, if you do a couple of stitches and then you move on to the next and then like kind of switching it up type shit. Yeah, basically like I'll do the portion of the wallet, prep everything and then I'll move on to the next one, prep that one. Yeah. And then however, based on however I'm feeling, like I'll go ahead and move back to the original one that I was doing or, you know, mm-hmm. just stuff like that. And, and like I said, bro, like I'm still learning. I'm yeah. still, I'm still trying to grow in what I'm trying to mm-hmm. do. And just seeing where I first started to now, like I'm, I'm big pretty different. Yeah. It's a big difference. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you start jumping into the women purse or yeah, I'm doing that. Trying to do? I started doing zippers and, uh, the design that I'm working on right now, because I think, what do you think? Is it going to be challenging for you to do those, or what do you think? No, it's challenging. Yeah, it's challenging, bro. It it's has like a little bit more to it. It has a, it has more finesse. Like mm-hmm. it's more, bro. Leathercraft is fucking badass, dude. Yeah. Like when you really start getting into breaking down, like the things that goes into it, it's like I didn't even know you, you were supposed to fold that and do this and fucking, like you can just do so many things to make one simple design, mm-hmm. and it's. Whenever you get really, really good at it, that's when you can start playing around with, like, different ideas. And now the hardest thing for me has been, like, t- taking different techniques mm-hmm. and using them into, uh, like, into implementing them into a certain design. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely been the hardest part that I've struggled with. But as far as, like, the women's purses, I haven't started one yet. And I have, I'm going to finish the small one that I did. With the zipper in the middle, mm-hmm. that's basically like a women's wallet. But um, yeah, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna start that one in about two weeks. So in about a month or so, I should have that thing knocked out. And that's that's like the one that I've been struggling with the most because yeah. it's just so it takes finesse. Yeah, bro, it takes. Uh, I know it's definitely taking time to kind of like look at it and make sure you perfect it because when you start something new, you know you're gonna fuck up a couple of times oh, until you dude. start getting it right. You know, fuck. So that's one of those. But yeah, it's cool, bro. Because now I feel like you know you can focus heavily on it, and I think uh, the part too that you know is the social media one, trying to like promote and shit like. That's been the hardest one lately. I, that's where that's where we at right now. Like we're trying to definitely tap into other, you know, other just promote ourselves more and shit. But it's hard, bro. Like it's hard and shit just to. Well, I'm. I think what I the what has brought me the most customers is word of mouth now, bro. Yeah. So that's why I'm I'm gonna start attacking the fuck out of like talking to people because I like to talk to people, bro. Like I'm I feel like I'm better at communicating in person rather than texting someone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like people are just different. But as far as it's like tattoo artists, like when people see your their tattoos on mm-hmm. their, they don't go to their Instagram. They're like, bro, let me not all the time, but they'll ask them like, hey, bro, who's your tattoo? I'm be like, oh man, this is my, this is a uh, I'm gonna throw my cousin's name out there, Sam. You know, mm-hmm. Sam Chavez did my tattoo, bro, and like that's mainly how tattoo artists mm-hmm. get their get their uh, work done. Yep. And I, From what I've I mean, heard. social media too, bro. If you tell them like, hey, you know, if you really like the wallet, can you post it on your story and tag yeah, me? Yeah, that's you what know, I do because, too. Because, I mean, you, my wallet, well, I posted what my cousin hit you up and shit, you yeah. know. So that also goes a long way. But, yeah, I think that's one of the hardest parts too is like the social media. So, like, once I get that budget, man, once I get the guap guap. You know, I'm going to definitely hire. Yeah, bro, I'm definitely going to. Not guap guap. Fuck that shit. I said guap guap. You know, 
I'm going to definitely hire, you know, a, a, a editor slash marketer that could take care of, you know, posting the clips and promoting the podcast and shit like that. Yeah. You know, just a matter of time. But and bro, what's the hardest thing, too, is making sure that you're staying on top of everything. But being a, like a one man team, bro, fuck, it's like an octopus, bro. It you, is you, so you have hard. all these arms. You have the promoting, the editing. You know, the actual scripting, the shit, putting it together like you're an octopus, bro. Literally, like it's it's and definitely shout out to all the people, bro, that have their own business, like one man teams, bro, because it's yeah, bro. it takes it takes guts, bro. Like doing everything by yourself is difficult. And that's why, like, I'm trying to build a team, bro, because I'm like, dude, I need help. I need help. And if I don't get help soon, then I'm, my shit is not. I'm not going to be able to compete with other motherfuckers. Like, yeah. everyone else has help. And then sometimes you can get to the point of burnout. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you can. And that's where we were at at a certain point is, like, facing burnout. And it's like, fuck, bro, we're putting too much. Especially me, bro. I got to the point where I felt like I was a crack addict. I was constantly posting clips every single day on TikTok. I was on a run. I went probably, like, on a two- to three-week run just posting an episode every day on TikTok. Yeah, dude. Editing the clips. And promoting and like, oh my god! I was like, I, I need to stop because if I burn out, it's gonna be bad. Like, I, I have be a like, question, bro. This shit. You know, uh, you know when Gary Vaynerchuk talks about like, I worked fourteen hour, fifteen hour days for fucking Monday through Sunday every day. You believe that? Nah, bro. I'm starting to not believe it as much as I used to because it's like fourteen to fifteen a, hour days. I, I, bro. Fourteen to fifteen. Yeah, man. I didn't. I like. Okay, when yeah. he said that shit, bro. Like when I was younger and I would listen to that shit. That's why. Like the older you get, you really start to take different things. From when you different start people. exactly because when you start like taking his advice and you're going, and you're like, bro, I'm fucking exhausted. Like my mind, my body. It's not even like, your body. It's your brain. Like yeah, it just. Like you just start to fucking freak out, bro, and that's, you're like, I can't yeah. do all this shit. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's where I got to that point where I was like, man, I'm burning the fuck out. Like, no, nah, I'm not gonna. I need to chill out because that's the last thing I want to do is burn out and be like, fuck this whole shit. Something I worked hard for and you know, dedicated time, consistency, discipline. Like, hell no. Nah. Like, I'm not gonna burn out. So I had to sit back and I was like, man, shit. Because for me, bro, I started I, recently. Mm-hmm. I started looking, bro. You're a big basketball fan, right? Yes. How much do you look up to Jordan? Like, how how big is Jordan to you? I'm a LeBron fan. But You're I, a LeBron. I, 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 Jordan's a goat. Jordan's a goat. I don't. I don't. Uh, to me, like, I don't. I'm not into basketball politics. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. whenever I watched the Last Dance, bro, like, I got so obsessed with how everybody, like, all the people that I look up to, bro, all have that work ethic of like, go, go, go. But I started listening to Tim Grover, all his uh, interviews with like GQ and shit like that. And he talked about the difference between MJ and Kobe. He said the only difference and the only thing that held Kobe back was that he worked too much. Like he didn't know when to stop, bro. Like he'd be like, okay, uh, he just finished this badass workout, worked his fucking ass off. And he said that MJ would just take the whole day off, right? He'd be done. Like he'd know when to quit. And Kobe, he'd be done for that hour and he'd come back three hours later and work even more so for me like hearing a bunch of different people talk about that and then when i heard gary vaynerchuk bro like that shit kind of it kind of pissed me off because i was like damn bro like a bunch of people are out here uh like i know that gary vaynerchuk says to 
take certain advice like don't you don't have to take all my advice but when people listen to you bro that's what they do yeah, yeah, yeah. they take your advice like what anything you say they take mm-hmm. your advice so you have to be very careful with the things that you say mm-hmm. it's not just like well just listen to what you want bro like just listen it's not my fault that you over here burning out but it's like yeah. hey bro i'm looking up to you like i'm i'm trying to figure out certain things like th- what what you do mm-hmm. and if you're saying working 14 15 hours a day for 10 years straight and i burn out how the fuck like I don't even know how he did that, bro. Yeah, it's uh, definitely w- was that point too. Like when I start, when I would start like editing, like I like to like f- when it comes to the podcast, I would edit normally at three o'clock on my day off and finish the whole shit. Yeah, but sometimes I had to be like, no memory, son of a bitch. Um, now I probably forgot to uh, factory reset that bitch. Anyways, um, there's a memory card over here. Or it's it's all good. It's all good. We'll just work with the wide angle. Um, but yeah, I, I had to just bro. I was like, fuck this shit. Like I would edit for two, three, four hours. That's it. Because I know if I keep going and I'm already exhausted, like mentally, I'm gonna do a sloppy job. So you know, I get off, rest, and then that's good that day. you know that, bro. Because yeah, I don't to, know. You when have to, to, I don't know when to stop. It, sometimes it, you kind of when you're forcing yourself. The product is not going to be as clean as mm-hmm. when you're fully rested, when you're, all right, I already gave it a break. Let me finish this shit. Like, you put more effort, you put more, you know, thought into it. So, I don't, I don't know. I think that works for me. But, yeah, you're right, bro. I think that's 100%. You know, you have to know when it you put in enough, you know? Yeah, for me, it's very difficult to be, like, only do... I would love to use that advice, bro. Like, I would love to be, like three to four hours but whenever you're doing products it's like a different thing it's because you have to finish all these orders and everything is handmade so it's like it gets to a certain point where it's like fuck man how do i pace myself like how do i how do i keep myself from burning out Mm -hmm. and what i've learned is just being for me now i need a new fucking space because staying inside drives me fucking crazy like i have to be talking to people that's why i'm getting a new space because i'm like i need my Music blasting, bro. I need something where I can move around and shit. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm at that fucking Take table Take a little break, day, go outside in the backyard and yeah. fucking sit down, look at the beautiful day. And, you know, a little meditation if you, you know, and then go back. And, you know, that's what I tend to do, bro. Like, I'll tend to, you know, wait, do that ed- the editing process and, like, wake up, stretch, go outside, come back in. Do You know, you have to. You have to take those little small breaks and shit. Um, but... Yeah, bro, that's that's fucking dope, bro. You're going to make that shit happen, bro. Like, get your little space, you know. And like, it's like you say, you don't want to mix it with work, work and like staying there. Because I asked yeah. you if you wanted to, if you're going to stay there too. And you're like, nah. I'm going to stay there it. whenever I work late. Yeah, and I get it though, because you're right. Because when you have that work ethic and that drive, we tend to be maniacs when it comes to work. Bro, bro. Fucking, you fucking work your ass off and like. That's how I feel most of the time, bro. Because yeah. I'm like, I get obsessed over because you, the you, littlest details, bro. I'm like, no, nah, that don't look right. That don't look right. Yeah. And then when I like, there's been times bro, where I've turned in a product and I'm like, mm, here's your wallet, man. Like, and I don't really feel like I did my best sometimes, but it's not because I didn't try. It's just because I'm fucking burnt out. Like, it's just like, I'm like, like it was just forced yeah. in the moment, yeah. but you have a deadline. You, you have a deadline. You have to take it to them and you know, but it's like, there's just certain times, bro, where you're working on something and you know you have to get it done, but your like brain is fucking with you. Yeah. Or the space you that you're shut in it down, is down. Shut right, it down bro. for a bit, bro. Take a little vacation, go somewhere and shit, you know? 
because that's well, fucking Gary Vaynerchuk says 14, 15 hour day. <laughs> ah, hell nah. Um, that's the only thing I think he kind of stretches it too much. But either than that, I think what he does, you know, you know, interacting one on one with people doing live calls and shit. I think that shit is dope. I think. Uh, well, I like I. I respect the older Gary Vaynerchuk, like the one before when I first started listening. But I respect him even more now, bro, because he's talking more about breaks. Like the shit he's saying now when people are like, okay, how do, what do I do from keep burning out? And he was like, man, when, when you need a break, just let people know I need a break. And he's like more open about that now. But I just feel like he didn't talk about that in the past. And, you know, I took the, I took the advice of like, Work hard as fuck, hard as every day, every day. Me too. But it got me to the point to where I'm at now, bro. Like to be honest, because I know how much I can withstand. Because I'm like, I can work 14 hour days, 13 hour days. That's how you know. I also had a disconnect from social media because I was out putting work, like video work, fucking promoting the podcast and shit. Yeah. So like, I've been also a little holding, you know. And uh, I was like, damn, it feels nice. But I've been working on the background. Just I'm not showing you what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? But it felt nice. But now I, I got to be like, all right, now I got to get out there again. Because, you know, we got to put out the product. You know what I'm saying? We got, we're putting this out. We're putting the content. We're taking the time to bring people content. So we got to make sure we're giving it out. So we're thinking about doing pop-ups and, and you know, a couple of uh, projects that we're working on. You know, so. Do you think that it's, um, to be honest, bro, the thing that holds me back is like, I feel like I'm getting to the point where I need some type of team. Like I need help. But yeah, bro, I think things. with that is like, it has to come, you know, yeah, it has it to does. come. You're not going to force it. You can tell somebody right now, Hey, you, you want to, you know, want to be an intern and learn and like, yeah, help build the business and grow it and shit. Then yeah, like, yeah that, I feel like it has to like come because I can tell you the same thing with my editing shit. Like yeah. if I had an editor right now, I'd be so fucking happy where I, I can just sit here, talk shit and have him edit whoever you know what i'm saying and then same with the video work like when if i do a vlog or whatever hey edit that shit but i want to make sure that person's enjoying it like they like editing they see my vision they you know but i feel like at the end of the day that's so time consuming that i have to like pay somebody you know i have to pay yeah. somebody a good chunk you know because it's a lot bro like it's a lot that's where i really I think that's the majority of my burnout. That's why I stopped doing a lot of video clientele work and shit is because I didn't want to stack videos behind another to edit. Cause it's like, damn, one video, one minute video can be anywhere from six to four hours. One minute, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. All the details, color correcting, color grading, audio, all that shit, bro. So that's where it's, it's, it's coming down to, but Eventually it'll come, bro. We just need to keep pushing and stop fucking complaining. Cause we've been bitching a little bit too much. Even, even the, like, even the money side, too, bro, when you start to get money off of what you're doing and you start getting so much work, that shit is, it doesn't, I don't give a fuck how much money I made. I'm like, bro, I'm tired. Like, I need <laughs> fucking sleep. Bro, fuck the money. I need uh, to chill. That's how I felt with the uh, weddings, bro. When me and AV was doing the weddings and shit, like, doesn't matter how much money, bro. You have to have, you have to charge a hefty. And we were charging a, a good amount, but. It wasn't enough for us to be like, we, let's do this full time. Let's do at least two a week. Yeah, you started breaking or two, a, two a, a month. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. So Two like, a month? You can make a living doing two a month. For real? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, bro. Like, How much? Do you mind me asking? Like, yeah, how much are I you mean, making? So we had two packages. One was 1700 and one was 2300 So oh, think about shit. it. If you get two divided by two. Yeah. 
I mean, two times two. You can still make a living, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to get to the point with that. I was like, I, I'd rather quit my job and do weddings. And then I was like, uh, no, I don't know if I want to do that. Like, I wanted to do a wedding, like, almost every every Saturday, almost. Like, probably three Saturdays out of the four of the month, you know? But fuck that. I did, we did probably one every month, and I was burnt the fuck out. Yeah, that shit's, so, dude, that's how I feel. It's not with, me. It's not for me, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah. That's how I feel with orders, not now, but uh, I think it is... There's a certain amount of like, damn, I just need to stop bitching about it. But then we, do, a, we, we do. At a certain point, I feel like we do because, bro, like, this is what we signed up for. This is how yeah. businesses start. Like, your Amazons, your fucking, you know, Facebook. We had motherfucker probably was creating that shit in his fucking dome. Like, just like, fuck, I'm going to create this shit and I'm going I'm to make billions off of selling people's information. This yeah. It's called Facebook. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Motherfucker made billions by just selling our information, bro. Selling our motherfucking information, bro. That's why. Is that um? But the, did you see the interviews that they that when they took his ass to court? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was like, funny. They put his ass. Your honor, uh, I don't know what you mean by that. Do you mind clarifying? <clears throat> like he, his face, you can see his body language and everything. Is like that bro. motherfucker's smart, bro. He's so sarcastic. Like you ever seen a uh, Social Network? No. He was that dude that uh, portrayed him. That was the actor for him. Got him like spot on, bro. He's like, he's just one of those he like seems like a quirky, weird, 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 yeah. But like, he's super like, he's just so intelligent, bro. The way he would talk into those interviews, I was like, damn, he's he ain't giving them shit. He ain't giving them nothing. Mm-hmm. All the questions that they're asking, Your Honor, uh, I don't know what you mean. Do you mind rephrasing that question? And they'd get like so irritated, bro. Yeah, bro. I hopped off of Facebook just because of that, bro. I just could. Oh, you don't have it no more? Nah, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's yeah. Like I just don't. I like you can you can look up my name and you're just gonna see a black picture. Like I just deleted the app. Um, I'm gonna get back on it just to announce what I'm doing, the mm-hmm. new project that I got going on. And boom, right back out because I got a lot of a lot of friends there that I think are gonna tap into this content that I'm gonna bring out. I'm really confident. I'm really excited for this shit. But uh, more to come. More to come, man. But uh, yeah, bro, it's a lot of shit, man. But yeah, I got off of that shit. I've minimize my time on social media snapchat instagram all that shit just because i want to focus on this side of the things you know yeah <clears throat> then later i can just be like all right let me get back on it to promote shit you know and so what's your full plan like what what is it that you're gonna do with the uh, like let's say you don't go back to uh where are you working on the verizon rent mm-hmm. like verizon let's say you leave verizon what are you gonna do well if it comes down to that i can do video work I have the people that I can do video work for. You know, I yeah. got the dispensary. Shout out to 405 Buds. Uh, Midwest City always are, is looking for work. Literally, when I want, I just can go up there. Like, they want a product, the video for some product, or they want to do a skit, a funny skit or whatever. I can do that. I was just getting burnt out because it's just too much to jiggle. Doing their content, doing the podcast, and then working my regular job was just too much to handle. Yeah. That I just... So do you think you got kind of tired of the videos and stuff? You're like, man, fuck this shit for yeah, a while. Yeah, because it's a constant negotiation, too. Like, when you hit clients up, they don't... Some of them are not willing to pay the price yeah. that you're, you're worth. So you have to constantly negotiate and shit. And it comes part... It's part of the business. Like, just anything. When you sell a product and anything. But... Yeah. I was just like, man, I got to fucking sell at my regular job. I got to sell over here. I got to, you know, sell the podcast. It's like, fuck. I, I just... 
you know, so I would definitely get, go back to that if I had to go to that. And I'm also doing uh, currency trading too, similar to stocks. You started learning that? Okay. I'm still learning. It. It's just a learning process. So I'm doing that as well. And that, the way I, the amount of time I put into to learn, it's a constant learn, learn, learn. Uh, it's a lot, but I feel like with that, it's another, that's going to be my, my another source of income as well. So, yeah, I'm trying to, uh, well, I'm, I'm, me and my homies were supposed to do it, but I haven't heard from them lately. Do what? Um, I'm trying to do pallets, like not pallets, not making pallets, but, um, putting bids for like pallets that have MacBooks and shit like that. Yeah. And just like breaking down the pallet and selling them the pieces individually. Yeah. Cause when you get it in bulk, you get everything cheaper. So when you resell them, you make like double yeah, yeah, profit, yeah. like crazy, so pretty much crazy getting numbers. into like the reselling kind of the business. Yeah. I like that, bro, because I like the fact that you can move fast, like pick everything out, look at things, and then you just post them real quick. That's the type of work that I always like. Cause I'm very energetic. Like mm. I like to move around. Yeah. And, uh, that that's what I'm trying to get my second source of income from is just building like a, something small, but I know it can make me good yeah, amount of money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as long as you have a consistent like passive income, I think that's pretty good to get you going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I've been studying that like that whole shit. And uh, have you been? Uh, you you're probably not into crypto, huh? Cryptocurrency. I am, but I haven't gotten into it to where I'm like, bro. All right, let's do the shit. Have you heard of Dogecoin? Is that what it's called? Doge? I thought it was or Dodge. Dodge. Dogecoin, whatever the fuck it's. So yeah, that, everyone was talking about that recently. Bro, that motherfucker spiked. Like, yeah. Did crazy. you put into it? Bro, so I had money into it when it because I had Robinhood. Uh-huh. You know, the whole GameStop thing that happened. Yeah, yeah. When Robinhood did let me buy or sell GameStop, I was like, fuck this shit. Like, there, that was a monopoly move, right? Yeah. So I just deleted all my shit. I sold all my stocks, my crypto, and I had like... I probably had like 150 worth of Deutschcoin. 150? What would that be right now? Bro, my manager came up to me yesterday. I was so salty because he's like, bro, I put 100. Now I have a, a rack. Out of putting 100. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking what? kidding? And then like my man, my other manager, he was like, yeah, I put like 80 bucks and now I'm like 600. So if you put 1,000, that would have been what, 10,000 maybe? Like, cause a hundred, Some, something like, like that, it because been, it spiked like crazy, and it's worth cents right now. But it's, it's twenty five cents. It was, but it sparked up all the way to forty cents. Yeah, which is fucking crazy. It's like two thousand percent or some shit. You God know? dang. So, bro, I was salty. It was one of those like, damn, I missed out on that shit. But damn, it is what, because I was a firm believer. Like, Dogecoin is it, it's a meme crypto. It's it started as a meme, but I have I have faith that we're able to push this up. To a dollar, because it's like if you invest a hundred dollars and it hits a dollar, you make like fucking a lot of fucking money, right? Yeah. So I was a firm believer, and you got videos that say, "Yeah, yeah, it's Dogecoin to the moon." Some people are like, "Don't buy it; it's just a, a hype. It's gonna get to seven, six cents, and then it's gonna go go right back down." Jesus. Yada yada yada. But anyways, that's one of those, bro. Like the crypto market, that shit is uh, crazy because it's. You can make money like my my one of my coworkers. He does that for like his side hustle is one of that. Like he'll once he sees it goes up like Bitcoin, he'll sell it, make his profit, buy it when it's low, sell it, and he makes passive income that way. Are you supposed to hold it though? You're supposed to, but that day trading is pretty much you sell it when it's high, buy it when it's low. Oh, okay, that's day okay. trading. Some people hold it, which I think is the more logical thing. 
considering that motherfucker is going to hit maybe one hundred thousand, you know, one Bitcoin. Bro, that's so fucking it's crazy. crazy. I think that's going to be the future of uh, oh my god of our currency because it's it runs through. I need to invest in that shit, bro. It's one I'm of those where you got you got to do some you got to do your research, bro, and know when is the right time to buy it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's that's one, bro. Deutschcoin to the moon. I'm still believing it. You know what I'm saying? I might drop drop some cash. I'm just waiting for that motherfucker to drop to <laughs> boom because it's gonna go back up. But yeah, man, uh, that's a lot of shit going on, man. With that, bro, it's powerful because that all it was the internet, bro. Same with the GameStop shit. It's the power of the motherfucking internet. The internet. Just tells you like, all right, let's do this shit. Let's pump up this shit and let's go. You know, it's all get rich type shit. That's how they seen that shit. But well, they said that cryptocurrency is not controlled by the federal government. Nope, it's that's just why. its own like blockchain. Yeah, like, that's so weird. Like, how is that even the? Uh, I, I don't. People are so fucking smart, bro. Yeah. They came up with their own money. I and I'm glad that happened because fuck this fucking monopoly that they got going on with the banks and all that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro, cashing. It's not like a lot of people say that too. They're like, it's not even real. Like yeah, it's it's, not. it's just backed by, it's backed by uh, gold basically. So that's from what I hear. Since it's backed by gold, that's why it fluctuates so much, and that that the dollar keeps keep on going in, down yeah, or some shit. Just I don't to keep know. us like, you know, in debt and shit. You know, like they need cash flow. They we, they need us to depend on the cash. You know, to to control us and shit. Because if you think about it, yeah, it's really money is just. It's a lot of sentimental, yeah. like you're you're just attached to it, yeah, bro. Like money lose, will bro, make you when do. I fucking lose money when I do like the trading currency trading. I lose money. I'm fucking pissed. Yeah, throwing punches. But when I win, I'm like, oh shit, I made this money. So yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It does, and I need to learn that because they said when you start trading, you need to learn how to not have your emotions attached to it. Like if yeah, you lose don't a big react amount, off of, don't act off. Of if your you emotions. lose or win a big amount, like cool, let's move on to the next type shit. So. It's a lot of shit, man. But yeah, um, it's interesting. Definitely. Yeah, bro. I want to. I wanted to do my main thing. I think is just I don't. I'm trying not to dabble too much into different things no more. I'm more trying to like put my money aside because I want to get into real estate. Mm-hmm. That's like my mom knows how to do that. My uncle knows how to do that. So like I, there's people that I can ask, and the way that I want to live is kind of more like. I just want to be more like I just want to enjoy my life, bro. Like yeah. I want to be a millionaire, but like the process that it's going to take to get there. I know it's a long road, but it's like I'm I'm trying to focus on building this business first, and then I want to get into another business, and then once I master that one, I want to get mm-hmm. into another one. So it's like thirty, yeah. twenty years process and yeah. stuff like that. So because you're going to get to the point that you're gonna, you know, you're gonna out. You've done already enough for your business. That you already expanded, it's already successful as fuck. So you need to move on to the next thing. I mean, if you think about it, with Jeff Bezos, he stepped out, he stepped down from CEO. He was right. like, I already did what I got to do with Amazon. It's already fucking Amazon. So I got to step down to focus on other shit. So now he got his own shit. He's trying to do spaceship things, and now he got the other, other crazy shit. And eventually, you have to get to that point. You can't be like fully attached to your business a hundred percent. You got to get to the point where it's like, all right, well, my business has to be a hundred percent. So that way I can, can well, keep expanding. Me, you can me. keep expanding, you know, yeah. try different shit. Like when you get the business, Callus is successful and shit. You got your own multiple shops around the United States and wherever you open, you can be like, all right, now I can, I have this money. I can invest in real estate yeah. and build that and then move and keep expanding and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's how I see shit. What's your main motivation, bro, for your, for like 
what for your goals? Like, what drives you for to bro, your goals? To be honest, bro, like what drives me is freedom. Freedom, having freedom, bro. I feel like that's the biggest thing, right? And it's, it is like money is freedom. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not driven by money. Like I don't feel like money is like the main reason why I do this or the main reason why I do that. Yeah, it's because I know if I have money. Um, I, I'll be able to do the things I actually want to do, right? It's like I can do this, and then I can keep expanding. And, like, if I want to travel is one of the biggest things, too, that I like to do. So if I want to take my whole entire family on a trip on me, yeah, I can do that. Right. And, like, I can come back knowing that I love what I do, and I'm going to make money, and I'm going to keep expanding and growing the business. So I think freedom is really what drives me. Just you live one life, and you have to fucking do what you love because it sucks to you know you go to a fucking homing and you ask all those old people and shit you know like do you guys have any regret they're gonna probably tell you i should have done this i should have done that you know what i'm saying and i Even don't want to be that bro. shit you, know you ever talk to 50 year olds six year olds or like 40 year olds where they're at a job and it's like damn man tu tienes mucho tiempo. like you can do all this shit and it's like they say that shit but With, then they're like but then they don't recognize that they could have done it too or like they can yep. still do it yep but they have this thing in their head. They're like, I can't do it. Yep, exactly. So I don't know, bro. Um, you know, it's just you got to push through. That's it. You got to push through and do it. You know, whatever drives you, you know, like, what do you think drives you? What drives me is more. I, it's my family, bro. Like, I really. uh, I really. Uh, I always thought about. Just doing something big for setting my family up and putting them in a position to where they can learn from what I did and implement into their freedom. Like what you said, freedom. Like I want to teach, I want to teach my family that you can do that shit too. Because when I first started, bro, I got so much criticism, like so much shit for, cause I didn't graduate. I didn't graduate high school. And it was just like, I had so much shit stacked on top of me. It was like, I'm going to prove y'all motherfuckers. Yeah, and it was more envy. It was more envy. When I first started, I was like, y'all motherfuckers don't know. Like, I'm going to... Bro, I went in my... Every time I worked, I worked with, like, like passion, but with, like, anger. And, like, yeah. it was just, like, a drive. Mm-hmm. And along the way, like, I've lost some of it, but that's... It's starting to pick back up to where I'm, like, I'm starting to attach myself to more love, like, loving my family more than anything. Right. Because, like, my cousin... uh, my, One of my cousins is in jail right now. And I was on FaceTime with him the other day, bro. Like, when I was younger, I used to look up to him. He probably doesn't know this, but, like, when I was younger, I used to look up to two of my cousins, like, Lazaro and Brandon. Those were, like, my, my main ones that I was always, role like. Role models. Yeah, shit. role models. And uh, I was on FaceTime with him, bro. He's like, man, uh, my nickname is Tinano. So he's like, Tinano, just, like, focus. Like, just the way he said it, bro. Like, the, the emotion in his voice or just something about the way he said it. I was just like, damn, bro. Like. When he when he gets out, bro, I told him I was like, when you get out, I'm gonna have like I'm gonna have a job for you, bro. Like you're not gonna have to fucking look around and shit. That's what drives me because I'm yeah. like, if I can put my family in positions to where they can rely on me or not necessarily rely on me, but like, but you give them business, you give, give them, them work, and yeah, that's that's the way I see it too. That's one too because it's like time is very important, so you got to value time because that's something you cannot get back. Yeah. So yeah, you 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 like if I can employ like I see my sister the other day, she was doing. She was tattooing mm-hmm. and orange and shit. So I was like, bet. You like that shit? You better pursue that shit. Cause like once I get this capital, I'm gonna invest in a tattoo shop. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, let's get this shit, you know? Yeah. And I think that's gonna be f- like that would be amazing just to see like 
my circle doing their shit. That's what what makes me happy too, bro. When you see your friends, they're like, they start pursuing things and that shit is, I like talking, I like asking people what they want to do because that's a side that you never see unless you ask. Right, right. You never know until you ask that person, what do you want to do? And they're like, you think they just like working at their job? Fuck no, no bro. Everybody has you, you a dream. You can see the glow and the shine in their eyes. Like, yes. Oh, yeah, I want, to, I, I want to do this. Or I'm actually working towards this. And it's like, hell yeah. Do yeah, it. everybody has a dream, bro. Like, that's, you just have to ask people, what is that that you want? And they know what they want. They know what they want when you ask them. They're like, I want to have a nail salon. I want to have a, I want to have my own barbershop. I want to do this. I want to do that. And it's like, I would have never known that if I never would have asked. And it's yeah. like, I would have never, I would have, uh, Never, we would have never had this talk if if I never asked. And it's like, that's a little spark of interest, bro, that can motivate people to start. You know what? I need to start putting some money aside for my business. Like, I yeah. need to do something for me. That's why I fuck with Dame Dash, bro. Like, the shit he be saying, I'm like, whenever I was at Basic, I would just listen to him all the time. Like, be your own fucking boss. Like, out now, bro, everything I think about, now that I'm my own boss and I'm broke still. Like, I don't have a lot of fucking money. But I'm like, every the way I think about things now, it's like, I'm not going back to a job. I have to find a way to make my own money. You have so to think like, about it is like, what are you going to do? I, like, you either work a shit ton of hours and make some decent money, mm-hmm. or you take a pay cut and pursue what you love and sacrifice. Because it's going to take, who knows, years or whatever, right? But you're, you're willing to take that sacrifice because that's where I'm at right now. I'm working part-time and... You know, I barely make to make pay my bills, but right. I'm like, fuck it. I know at any time I can walk out and keep doing my shit. Right. Because it really doesn't take much to make, you know, for the bills and shit. So, you know, it's one of those where it's like, yeah, I don't have money to stunt, but I ain't worried about that. I'm worried. I'm looking at the bigger picture. That's what it really comes down to. So, I don't know, man. Shout out to all the businesses, all the entrepreneurs out there, all the people pursuing their dreams because it's, it's, it's a tough battle. It's a bro. tough battle, man. It's a long battle. You know what I'm saying? So. Shout out to the people over there, man. So surrounding yourself too, bro, with people that are people that are trying to do the same thing is very important too. Yeah. And getting advice. So uh, Yeah, bro. Uh so tell the people, man, what is like your future plans, man? Where you want to take Callist? Uh my future my future plans is to do custom work. So the way that my business I want it to be set up is more based off of custom wallets, uh on my website, I want it to be where they can pick out, okay, I want this leather with this color stitching with this design. Not that, like, they pick from the design and then they just kind of, like, go off of that, yeah. off the colors and stuff. And I want to be more towards, like, uh, you're, you know who the shoe surgeon is? He's, like, the dude that makes all the custom Nikes for, like, LeBron and shit, all the yeah. big celebrities. Yeah. I basically want to do that for the wallets, wallets bags, and fucking backpacks and shit like that when i get really really good that's when i want to move into and and do small amounts of things but very uh very customized and like special products something they've never seen before so that's what i want to move into oh yeah i think i've seen one uh i think uh he did one recently for this uh, football player and and uh that he had a delivery with a for this football player in the Super Bowl, some custom sneakers. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a custom jacket. I think it was. I don't know if it's the same guy. It was a custom jacket. He fucking art. And it's crazy because it's like one gets to that point by putting in that work. He's fucking making a custom jacket for somebody in the NFL. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the same with the guy with the sneaker that had, you know, does it for celebrities and, and artists and basketball players. Like, 
how does one get to that point? By putting them to motherfucking work. You know, that's what it really comes down to. But so that's a good concept, bro. I fucks with it. And I think it's a very niche uh, thing to do because I don't think nobody's doing that shit. So the, the fact that you have that vision and shit, that's fucking dope, bro. Yeah, thank you, bro. Yeah, thank so, um, man, uh, been in here for an hour. So, shit. You got anything else you want to say, bro? No, I don't think so. Yeah. What do you think about, what do you think about a, fuck, this is a touchy subject. I don't know if I should bring it up. About what? I don't know if I should bring it up, bro. Was it, is it that touchy? Yeah, it's pretty touchy. What is it? Because it's, it's pretty recent. What happened? Uh, can you cut it out? If, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just say it and I'll tell you if we can touch it or not. Uh, Man, there's like, it's a lot of, all the talent like in OKC, bro, of like, the the kid that passed away the other, yesterday from the shooting, bro. I seen something like that, but I just didn't. Tap oh, you're in. off of Facebook, huh? I didn't tap in. Uh, my brother even mentioned it, but I just don't know, bro. It's just is it with the thing with the cops killing him and shit? Yeah, is it that one? I don't know, bro. I just tend to like because at the end of the day, like I I can get furious and mad and be like, fuck, this shit needs to stop, but. It's not going to stop, bro, because at the end of the day, if we look at all these cases of, uh, you know, Hispanics, blacks, you know, minorities getting killed, it's it's it always ends where it's like an un- unarmed black. It got killed. And then the person who killed him was a white guy. That uh, had a fucking AR or had a, You know what I'm saying? So it's like they don't do shit. They, they, bro, they so mad you know what I'm saying? Like, they, yeah. they're, they're not going to do shit. Like, there was one where it's like, he shot up a fucking restaurant and killed, like, five people. And guess what the guy, what the cops said? They didn't kill him. Oh, he had a bad, he had, oh, he was having a bad day. Like, what? Or did you hear about the one where this dude killed, I think it was the same one, and they took his, he killed a, a church, church people. And they took that motherfucker to Burger King, bro. After. They took that dude to It's Burger one King. of those where it doesn't matter how much we say and shit. It's not going to change, bro. If you think, like, there was a video, bro. Literally, this guy, that's, I don't even know if you call it white privilege because I don't think that shit exists, but he's it's a white guy in his car. The The cops are pointing a gun at him, but he has right here, right? And he's, he, he's, he's in his car like this, and the cop is flashing the gun and the flashlight. He's like, Keep your hands like that. Put your hands in the steering wheel. He was like, I know my rights. Like, if you point, you keep pointing that gun at me, I'm going to shoot you. You know, and, he, and at a certain point, he reached out for his gun. Ah, uh, I know. They didn't even about. shoot yeah. him, bro. They didn't even, like, the, the officers were calm, bro. Calm as fuck. Yeah. Like, he even drove away. Yeah, the one in the red Ford. Yeah. Like the SUV. So it's like, yep. that's the kind of behavior we're looking for no matter what. If it's white, black, Asian, whatever the hell it is, that's the kind of behavior where it's like, be calm and take control of the situation. I don't understand. I don't like the army it, one, the, 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 the army. The same dude, yeah. Bro, like, come on. So it is a touchy subject, but it's like, I just, I'm at the point where it's like, I don't think my voice is going to be fucking different. My opinion is going to be different. It's not going to change shit. You know, it, we can do a protest, but that shit is not going to change because we keep seeing it from time to time. Bro, I and, went from, when, I, when people started saying all lives matter, that shit kind of pissed me off too. Yeah, like whenever people are talking about Black Lives Matter, it's like, bro, we don't mean your life don't matter, but 
as of right now, like the Black Lives Matter thing, to me, I understand why they flipped out because this shit always happens, bro. It's, it's, it keeps on happening. Because the way I see it with like the All Lives Matters, those motherfuckers that say that shit, it's like, okay, you want some attention. Yeah. Because you know it's like the focus right now is on the Black Lives Matter movement, but you want to like be like, hey, but what about this? Like, yeah. All Lives Matter over here. Like, why are you wanting attention? Draw, like, drawing it away from what's important. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know, bro. It's It's one of those where... I can't, I, it's just a matter of like, I've said this before, you just have to find a system where, first of all, I'm sorry, but I don't feel like cops, if they're overweight, they shouldn't be cops. Yeah, like you need no. somebody, I've, I've seen a lot of them where it's like, they have a fucking beer belly, they can't run for shit. And it's like, first of all, get those out. We need cops that are in shape. We need cops that are trained mentally on some military, on some Navy SEAL training kind of thing where you can spot out the bad cops, the cops who's that, a threat and who's not the cops that don't have temper to deal with situations and take control of it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if you look at the military one where they had the military guy and they pepper sprayed him and shit, the his partner was confused. His partner was like. But my thing is like, bro, don't let don't let him do that shit, bro. Like, yeah, if the to, partner like you're bro, confused, if you don't know have what the a fuck partner, going on. Why can't you be like, hey, bro, calm down. Like, yeah. what the fuck? You should have was like, like uh, I don't know if he was new, if he didn't want to get fired or like. And it's crazy because these cops know they have a fucking body cam, but yet still do this shit. That's what's crazy. To it's me. crazy. That's what's crazy to me, bro. You know, so it's one of those subjects where it's like, you know, unfortunately, like, it's not going to change, bro, because it's like we can do a protest. We can be full on in for the change. And we've tried, you know, what I'm saying like influencers, athletes, everybody. LeBron has said, you know, like it needs to stop. It just needs to stop. But it's not going to stop. Nah, you know, it's sad, bro. It's sad. You know, uh, unless somebody like, unless let's say the only way I think is going to stop. And I think if you said this too, like we have to like make a change, like somebody in the Hispanic or black community has to be like, well, I'm going to be, I'm going to take over. I don't know if they got like a, a chief off that controls yeah, all the mean. officers and shit like, and, and take control or somebody to run for president. That's a minority and shit. You know what I'm saying? That can be right. like, we're going to make these changes. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, bro. I don't know if there's a power above that wants to keep this the way it is of dividing and, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, there is, bro. Like, racism still exists. Like, I think people are, I, I don't know how a lot of people don't understand that racism still exists. It's, it, the, it's uh, one of those things, like, if you put a black ants and red ants into a jar, they won't do anything. They'll just be chilling, right? But if you shake the jar, they'll start killing each other. So that's the same effect that we're doing right here. Like, we have to ask ourselves, who the fuck is shaking the jar? Yeah. Because I feel like we all can get along, and it can all be just one human race. Right. But at the end of the day, there's always going to be somebody shaking the jar. So that's what it really comes down to. That's I think really no one who shakes the jar and be like, why are you shaking the jar? Well, exactly. Like, who's the fuck is shaking the jar? Who the fuck wants this? Disrupting this fucking yeah. peace between us and yeah, shit. Yeah, so... I don't know, bro. It's one of those. I just leave it as is, and hopefully, you know, a, 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 at this point, a miracle happens and this shit stops. But yeah, uh, shit, bro. I'm gonna end this shit uh, on a final note, man. Uh, whoever's paying a thousand dollars to fucking a ticket to go see Bad Bunny, y'all fucking nuts. All these people, like, bro, a thousand dollars to go see somebody sing. 
It is not worth it, bro. I seen that shit. I even like looked it up just out of curiosity. Fifteen minutes? No, no, it's it's a it's about. Oh, at, I was gonna say at the least an hour. What the bro? Fuck? So like, I'm 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 to this point where I'm trying to figure out like when did this shit? Because I remember like last year his tickets were, you know, stage was like two three hundred dollars. What stage? Right, close. But now it's a thousand. Like you're you you're like bro, a thousand I, close or a thousand far away. I want to say a thousand far away, three thousand. Because uh, we were looking for the close ones just to see how much it was, and it was three Damn, three grand, bro. bro. Y'all tripping? So it's uh-huh. like when would when. How the fuck did it become normal to like spend a K on it? Like, you know, let's say we're doing the far ones and it's a K, like a rack, bro. Like, how does that even, like, bro, I, I'm a big fan of Bad Bunny, bro. I fucks with him. He's taking over. The motherfucker's breaking records, doing these crazy numbers. His I wonder who set up the prices. But I'm like, bro, do y'all think all of a sudden minimum wage went up and we are receiving a $3,000 stimulus check every fucking month? Like, who in their fucking mind? This is. That's one that I saw, and I also saw the EDC, which is like electronic music and shit. Uh, it was a thousand a ticket too. Like I'm like, wow. I ain't spending a thousand on no fucking music festival, bro. Bro, the ladies, especially the ladies, it tells you how how like hypnotizing music is because yeah. they don't give a fuck. They're gonna go and like have a. Well, fucking, I mean, it is their money too, bro. It is. It you is. Know? But it's like, damn, bro, shit. I need to start making money because people are willing to spend that shit, bro. I, I just look, I look at the way that, bro. It's impressive, bro. If you can get someone to pay a thousand fucking dollars for a ticket, what yeah. are you doing? What are you, he sold he he sold that shit, bro. Yeah, what are you doing? I seen people saying like, oh, I couldn't get Dallas. Let me check Chicago. So people are gonna fly to fucking Chicago. That's Atlanta. another rack, nah. <laughs> bro. Like you have to go buy a plane ticket, uh, stay at a hotel. You know, what I'm saying? pay for food, food. Y'all Uber. gonna get fucked up, Bruh. Literally, bro, like, I had people, like, oh, Dallas sold out, I'm going to check Chicago. Oh, Chicago sold out, let me go check. Um, it's crazy, bro, it's, it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? So, props to him, because he's been able to do that, you know what I'm saying? How he's do you feel, able- bro? He's Puerto Rican. That make you proud? Yeah, bro, it does. Um, it's definitely put us even more on the map. I think we we, we were already there, but it's a, definitely proud, bro, because it's like, no matter where you go, bro. I mean, everybody and their mamas love Bad Bunny. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was surprised by how big he got. Yeah. I, was I saw like, him Damn. when he was nobody, bro. When he was barely, he okay, came here. To, yeah. Bro. Okay, Corral, bro. Like, and, and he came, and I remember a lot of people were like, who, like, who is he? Oh, yeah. Oh, I've, yeah, let's go. Let's go. I was already a fan because we stayed tapped in. Like, we stayed tapped in from the moment he dropped his first song to where he is today. Yeah. So it's hard not to be like a hardcore fan. Like if you tell me like, nah, like I'm a hardcore fan, like I'm just because I saw I saw the movement to the point where he did his first song. And then the people in in the industry was like, I'm going to jump on because this motherfucker is good. So let's do a remix to this song. Yeah. And he just kept going from there and just took off. So now he became this icon, this fucking worldwide, icon is a perfect word. Icon, worldwide bro. Icon, icon, bro. Like. This motherfucker, what he's like, he's like a Travis Scott. Whatever he touches is gold. Yeah, you know, like Travis Scott. I don't know how the fuck he does it. No, nah, I think he's bigger than Travis Scott. Bro. I, I he's do bigger because he's like Spanish music is taking over everything, bro. Everything reggaeton yeah, is like bro. taking over. I go everything. into the radio and like I barely hear some Spanish shit. Yeah, and like Power One Hundred Three Point Five and all these, you know, and I like now nah, I'm listening. To yeah, that everybody shit. It doesn't yeah. matter where you go, and everybody knows. And he's he just fought WrestleMania, bro. It's 
fucking crazy. That, that so. shit was crazy. Like, when I seen that, I was like, oh, damn, you like, on WWE? So, it's crazy, bro. It's definitely, you know, putting us on the map. But I think, in general, it's just letting people know the power of Latin. Latin music, Latin power in general. Like, we're powerful. We're strong, bro. bro. We're strong. Like, we're strong, bro. It's like, like I can go me, to the club and fucking a Bad Bunny song comes up and... We, you know the whole fucking club is about to rock that shit because it's like, bro, that's what I be saying. I'm like, the the people that the people that got the most swagger to them, bro, is always blacks and Latins, bro. Like they just they be popping on every everything they touch, bro. Is like, yeah, it makes you feel culture, a certain way, bro. The like, hip hop culture is also very influential, you know. I yeah, feel like, um, yeah, bro. I think uh, I would say the the hip hop culture is very influential, and then Latin in a certain way. At least with our genre, like the 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 trap, Spanish trap, and the reggaeton followed that culture, the hip hop yeah. culture. You know, that's how you know all the 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 style and shit came about. But it's 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 amazing, bro. I mean, I got it, one it, question, bro, before we leave. Yeah, you. I don't know if you notice this, but there'll be times, bro, where I'll put on Spanish music. Mm. Like, will you listen to? Uh, Spanish music, bro, it puts you, like, in a certain mood. Like, you don't take shit serious. You kind of just, like, flowing in shit. When you listen to, like... Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's... Like, it, it gives you those, like, have a good time vibes. Yeah, have like, a good time vibes. Yeah, like, you're, like, fucking But when chilling. I'm listening to, like, rap or something, when I'm listening... To, like, something that is not Spanish sometimes, bro, I'd be like, I'm not feeling this shit right now. But then when I put on some, like, Mexican music or, like, some reggaeton yeah, or something, yeah. I'd be like... Damn, bro! Like life is good, motherfucker. Like yeah, enjoy that shit. Exactly, exactly, I, bro, bro. Because the cultures, like Latin culture, bro, is so life. And yeah, it's life. invigorating, bro. Like you just, you just want to live life, bro. Like I'm going to Puerto Rico um, Monday. We we fly out, and I know I'm gonna have the time of my life, bro. Because it's just like, Monday. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're. I'm gonna be for. gone, bro. Like by the time this podcast out, I'm, I'm already have a good ass story, and I'm gonna already talk about how much fun I fucking have, and. Woo, can't wait, man. Can't yeah. wait. I know I'm gonna have a good time, and it's just one of those, bro. Like, you gotta travel, bro. You just gotta travel. You gonna get. We gonna get old and rusty. I don't want to be. No, fucking. I'm gonna travel soon, bro. I yeah. want to go to Japan. You have to, bro. Tokyo. Yeah, Tokyo. Yeah, uh, you have to, bro. You have to. I mean, if not, you're gonna be old and wrinkly and be like, I haven't traveled anywhere. Like people that stay here their whole life, it's like sad, bro. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, you don't. You don't get your shit together. New cultures, bro. You don't get to experience new people around you, like where nobody doesn't know you and shit, like. It's just nice to travel. Exactly. But yeah. shit, bro. Uh, I think we did a good job, man. I was a little... How long is that? Uh, an hour and 26. I like to keep it an hour, hour 26. Uh, you Back back then, I used to like stretching it and fucking doing two hours, three hours. But editing that shit, I'm like, fuck that. I'm starting to like have Cut enough content to be like the four hour, hour and a half fire. Just And I think we did a great job, especially with AV. Um not being here to interrupt and 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and kind of give because I get brain farts and shit. Stop! I go. Damn, these cameras are tripping today. But you know, because sometimes I get brain farts and AV will back me up and shit. Yeah, and I then, miss AV, bro. I haven't seen him in a minute. Yeah, bro. So you know, yeah, bro. Definitely tap in. Like you already know where the studio's at, so you can just tap in. But I'm gonna swing by soon again. I'm gonna come by soon. Oh yeah, but let's go ahead and wrap this up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Callis Leather, Rolando, hit my guy up for them custom wallets, and uh, yeah, we'll link everything in the description down below. And before I wrap this up, I just wanted to say big, big shout out to my guy Eric Pereles Platano, aka Platano Platano. You know what I'm saying? That motherfucker's probably listening to this episode <laughs> right now in his semi truck. 
on the way somewhere, you know what I'm saying, with his little, you know what I'm saying, little vibes and shit. Nobody's telling him shit. He's listening to the Half Court Podcast religiously. So, shout out to you, motherfucker. Vamos a romper el papi. We out. <laughs>